Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We're back, and this time we've got a cryptid I didn't even really know about until I was listening to Mark Eddy's show with Barbara DeLong, um, and they had Ryan Fusco on there, and he was talking about the Owl Man sightings, and I'd actually never heard of this cryptid before, and I was I was pretty interested, so I was like reached out to him. He was excited to come on. So basically, the Owl Man is one of those, it's more on the obscure and lesser known of the cryptids, but the sightings have been made from everywhere from a village in Cornwall, UK, to California, and to Oklahoma, where Ryan has done some investigations. And it's even known to the Seminole Nation as the Stikini. So this is something that's going to be pretty cool. We're going to sit, sit back, we're going to learn a little bit about the Owl Man. <laughs> Welcome to the Three Beards Podcast. My name's Craig, along with Austin and Chris. Passed to a new generation of Americans born in this century. Let me out. I'm afraid that's right. Chris, we are back. Another one. Another exciting one. <clears throat> Once again, update. Austin's still at fire school. So still us two holding up the port. So, hey. I, so other than that, exciting times. Like I said, everybody check out uh, Outer Realms Bathworks. Uh, Tanya Medea had made our signature blend. I know that is incredibly blurry. That is really hard for everybody to see. There it is. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Look at that Android. focus. All right. It's, yeah, it's a really good blend. I really like it. Um, it's one of those. Um, Tanya's looking at possibly making a little thicker one here for Chris. You know, so I, can, I, I suggested castor oil motor oil, you know, and just mix it with that. So it would just really stick in there. But well, yeah, we'll see. So check them out. Outer Outer Realms Bathworks. Um, Tanya Medea makes that. And so that helps support us and supports them as well. So we really appreciate that. And so at this time, let's invite Ryan to the show. How are you, sir? Good. How about you guys? Good. Wonderful. So Owlman. Let, let, this, is, this is one, like I said there in the beginning, it was, to me, the only one, especially when you do the research, the first thing you do when you type in Owlman in, in Google, you get the DC Comics. DC. Yep. That's the first result. And so I was like, I looked at it and I was scanning down and then I, I found it. And then as I started looking into it, I mean, one of the terms that popped out and that and it really intrigued me, it's also sometimes referred to as the death raptor. Yep. Yep. And I, it. And I love that. <clears throat> Yeah, a lot of people like to uh, confuse it with uh, one of those eagle owls, if you know what I'm talking about. There's real mm -hmm. 
gals. I mean, those things get huge, but there's no way they can get. I mean, I've never seen a photo of them get you know over five feet tall like these sightings are. So, oh yeah, well, <clears throat> and we'll get to we'll get to that a little bit later on, like when you're talking about some of your sightings. But when we have had some of these people with cryptids on, when you do these investigations, you come across these people that you're talking to, and they live out in the country. They live out in the woods. They know what an owl looks like. They know what a barn owl looks like. They know what these great horned owls look like. So when they say, I don't know what the hell that was, it's la I laugh when somebody's like, well, you probably saw a great horned owl. They see them daily. They know what they look like. Exactly. Yeah, especially this guy here. I mean, he he thought it was a hang glider at first. I mean, and to, to get it confused with a hang glider is pretty big, you know. Yeah, so. that's that's massive. Didn't you say, because um, this is the um, one with Mark Eddy, I if I remember like through the notes, well, didn't you say that his claim was, it almost was, uh, maybe I misunderstood, but like 18 feet wide? Yeah, the wingspan was 18 feet wide, yeah. And, yeah, it's huge. And it, it correlates with the body being, you know, over five feet tall. So that would work with, you know, at least getting it off the ground for sure. And it also had, you know, bottom wings uh, coming out the um, backside of it as well. So that's, that's great. That's great. And then did there also some of the descriptions too. Um, I know they kind of, I want to say in the movie that they did, they did a movie about the owl man um, too. They had one where it's kind of a humanoid standing there with an owl head. And then yeah. they've got these giant claws for hands but I think out of all the descriptions, I think they got the claws part right on yeah. that movie poster because that's kind of what everybody described. They weren't like just like your normal things. I mean, these were like large, oversized talons. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty large talons. Uh, the, the witness described them being pretty, pretty large. Uh, he said there was at least three of them. Said, um, they were golden in color. So, yeah, you're exactly right. And that I know the movie you're talking about. They did get that uh, description. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, and that's um, I was, if I can bring up a picture, I'll show people too. Um, as I'm looking at here, and, and so where, where, where did you start this journey? I mean, when you found out about this, because you're you're based in um, Pennsylvania, yeah. And so when you when you first found out about this, what what was your initial thought when you started hearing about these sightings? Uh, well, I I was I thought to myself, I mean could this really be this big? And then, you know, I, I did what you did. I looked up uh, a couple of their sightings. The first one's a pop-up were DC comics. And then uh, if you scroll down, you'll see Owlman sightings from England. You know, they start off in uh, Cornwall, England and uh, on April 17th, I think 1976 around there, two females seen uh, were sighted one in a uh, church, uh, churchyard. Um, and then from there, it was seen again in a churchyard. But, uh, you know, I did my research from there. Then I, Finally, when I contacted the witness um, and got his firsthand account of it, I was pretty blown away by what he said. You know, it was uh, wasn't anything regular, or you can get confused with uh, anything else. To be honest with you, wow, that's crazy. And there's that one for everybody to is that's watching. You can see this. Here's this guy. It looks like a Victorian style suit, but it's just with an owl head and gigantic talons. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the head is actually, you know, it's funny, the head actually matches the witness's, uh, yeah, witness's drawing of it, to be honest with you. Uh, at least here in Pennsylvania, it does. Now, when did the, when was the first sighting there in Pennsylvania? Um, the, uh, the first one that I, I encountered here, it was in, uh, um, I believe back in, this was a couple years ago. So I actually uh, got to interview the guy a about a year and a half actual after his initial sighting. 
So I'd say back in about 2016, I believe was his first encounter. I believe, I believe that's the correct date. Um, but uh, he had two sightings actually. Uh, his first one, he was uh, leaving his house, uh, coming down the main road, and something big, he said, swooped over his car. He said the, uh, the arm length on it was huge. He said it had feathers. He couldn't tell what it was. And then finally, uh, his second sighting, you guys know the most about where him and his buddy were composing music in his garage. And uh, he saw this thing coming in. Like, he, like I said, he was, uh, he gives an account of it. Basically, he thought it was a hang glider coming in, you know, and then until it turned its head and he realized, wait, that's not a hang glider. Sure enough, it turned its head right at him. And the guy was playing a piano at the time. So uh, it seemed like the owls, um, I guess, averse, I guess the focus on the music, I guess is how he described it. But uh, mm -hmm. a couple of encounters during the night would lead me to believe that this guy had a lot of cats on his property as well. And basically he described to me that he ended up missing three cats. And the one he said it was the nicest cat he had. He ended up hearing these, um, I guess, uh, he, he described a bone on metal, um, basically on the top of a well, a pump house next to his house. And, uh, I mean, that was, that's how the initial sighting went after, uh, after it, after the second sighting, that was it was that night that he heard uh, that sound, and then his cats came up missing there in his uh, in his yard. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that was one you know because that makes sense too, especially if you have a predator like that. It's gonna it's gonna go for small game, cats, raccoons, small yeah. deer. It's gonna do those. So now was one of the you talked about your description. So this was the gentleman that you when you went to Oklahoma. This is the one that was, if, if I'm recalling everything correctly, this is the one where um, he had a friend uh, who was a musician in there playing piano. No, this isn't. This isn't actually. This is no. That one there is uh, in pets. All right, so the <laughs> you're getting uh, mixed, mixed up. It's it's all good. I know the, it's um. So uh, it's actually the same one I was just talking about. It was okay. So that was the one. Okay, County up in Pennsylvania, which is about 45 minute drive from me. Um. Yeah, so to give a little bit more info on it, the description of it was he said it was about uh, a little bit over five feet tall. I mean, I'm five seven, so anything over five feet tall, I mean, that's you know, it's, you're talking pretty big, you know, at that point. Um, had a golden chest, um, and just like that uh, photo you showed, this face looked uh, almost identical to that, especially in the drawing. I think I sent you guys the drawing, but uh, yeah, he I said think the yeah, he said the wingspan is what got him. You know, he said the wingspan was so wide that uh, after it came in closer, you know, that's what finally, and I guess when it turned its head, that's when he realized it was a giant owl. But yeah, the descriptions match up with a couple other uh, sightings that uh, I have that um, basically the other one, it also has to do with music. And she describes almost the identical thing. The only other description and also too, there's music playing in that one. Um, they were, there was a window open. Uh, there was a piano playing as well, and they actually saw this um, uh, flying humanoid come into the side, you know, flying past the side of the house. But uh, the third one I have, it was a late party. It was on a Sunday. The party had died down around six, seven o'clock at night, and they were cleaning up, and they said they saw, but all three of them had a barn, though, um, on the location. But uh, 
I don't think that the barn has anything to do with the sightings, to be honest with you. But uh, in the third one I have, it's um, it's actually a dark color. And it actually had ears that were uh, sticking up out of it, like the ones you would see in London. Okay, so that like, so it sounds like it sounds yeah. like to me the music plays a factor in him coming. Did the the guy that we were referring to that looks like a that he said it looked like a hand glider? Did he like try to pursue it any, or did he? It just went by him so fast he he didn't really think to try to follow it or any other. Uh, no, that. That's actually the same guy we're talking about in Fayette County. He he said it it came in, uh, I'd say, about 30 yards from him, which, I mean, it's kind of close, to be honest with you. I mean, especially to see something that big, you know. Uh, but it, what it did was it came down by the uh, where the music was coming out of it. It swooped over it, um, made a circle, and then headed off to the east. And uh, that was the end of it. But, you know, yeah, the other two, or the, the second sighting I was talking about where the piano was playing inside the house, uh, that swooped around the house, um, went back to where the, the piano was, touched down on the ground, it got back up and then took off. But um, yeah, the other one didn't touch down on the ground at all. But I mean, they both had a piano, both had music going. So there has to be something with uh, their frequency or some, you know, the sound that's drawing them near. Yeah, that's and now the ones that you investigated in Oklahoma, did they have the same um, scenario where they were missing small animals? Um, so, um, the, uh, my Oklahoma stuff is more along the lines of, uh, UFO stuff. <laughs> um, but, um, the, the one, the, the, the two other investigations I had, uh, they weren't actually that far, that far West. They, they actually stayed on the lines of, uh, of basically Michigan and over. Uh, to us, basically. Okay, so, so uh, that was probably where I got confused. So most of the most of the stuff, like the Mothman, seems to be up north. Yeah, yeah, the you're Mothman, right. and then the um, the Owlman seems. So these seem to be something that seems to be a northern one. So like I said, that was the separate one. So your Oklahoma ones were more of the UFO paranormal. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And actually, the the Fayette County one, the Owlman, that's actually you know that you bring that up like them. The Mothman, that's actually the London's, they call that, you know, London's version of the Mothman is the Owlman, you know. But, uh, yeah, down south where Pleasant, uh, where uh, Point Pleasant is, where they had the Mothman sightings, I mean, that's, it's not too, too far from where this initial sighting was. So, you know, I could, I could see people definitely getting uh, each other confused for, you know, who's who down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, and so one of the, and that was, you know, just as we were going through and I was listening to these things, just what other factors, especially when it comes to the Owlman, did they, did, was there seeming to be like a correlation between all of the ones? I mean, did it happen to do certain techniques like looking through a window? Did it, um, was it, were there certain, was there other things that you noticed that through doing these, talking to other people, you were able to start seeing these overlaps that most people by themselves wouldn't have thought anything of it? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they all had red eye shine. Uh, they all, <clears throat> they all uh, basically swooped around the area, except for the, the second one I had mentioned. Uh, it actually touched down on the ground. That's the only one that actually touched down. Uh, but like I said, the, the music has uh, something to do with that. But also, the, the first one and the second one, they both, both had the same exact identical uh, um, sighting. I mean, they, they, 
word for word. And then also too in Fayette County, when I did, you know, my further research on it, I found out that other people had uh, seen this uh, humanoid as well. And they described it um, basically the same way, but also at nighttime, the people that saw this uh, humanoid at night described it uh, word for word as a, they thought it was a bat actually. Um, so it definitely, um, whoever, whoever is seeing it, it's definitely carrying the same traits, I believe. Um, except for the one that I got up North, that was the, the third one I had mentioned where the people had just had the party. And that's the only one I've heard of where it, it was a actual, you know, a darker color that had ears coming off of its head. You know? And here, here's kind of a, you know, thought too, is like, do you think that's a different species or do you think um, a different like subset or do you think this is some like how some birds like down here, we have the ibis where when they're young, they're dark. And as they get older, they change um, the feathers change colors to lighter. So do you think this could be a juvenile going in um, or do you think this is a whole different one entirely? That's actually a good question. I actually thought about that myself, uh, but I, I've come to the terms that they're actually just different types uh, because the, uh, when they just, uh, when the couple that, that were basically cleaning up after the party, their, their description was way different from the, uh, other two. And they both said all three of me, you know what, the, the height was, um, almost equal in all three of them. And they were between five, five, six, five, six and five, seven. And that's, I mean, that's as tall as me, you know? So. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Amen. I believe they're different species for sure. One of the listeners, um, she posted a question. Um, other than the startle factor, did they um, did did that witness pick up a vibe of malicious or not? I mean, because that's that was one of the things too. I was curious if any of these sightings did they ever feel like they were the target, or were they just being observed? Honestly, I, I got uh, out of all three of them. Um, I believe that uh, th it was on its own program. To be honest with you, I thought uh, that. Uh, it was basically for the first two, I think it was wondering where the sound was coming, where the music was coming from. Uh, and it found out where it was both times. And then for the third one, I guess there was, uh, they just had a party. So I'm guessing there was music playing at some point, you know, cause they were cleaning up after it was shortly just after everyone started leaving. So. Um, and then Laura's thing is they all went similar to, uh, I'm going to butcher this. I think it's uh, La Bruya um, um, legends. What these are is they're the, um, they're witches and yeah. that's the Seminole nation. That's their thing about the Stakini. They view that as, uh, as kind of almost like the, the skinwalker. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so do you, have you found anything through so far through your research that has shown that does led you to believe that this is something like a shape shifting type thing that it could take different forms? No. And, uh, um, the reason for that is let's take the first one that happened in Fayette County. So <clears throat> the witness for the first, for the most part, a uh, very uh, well-grounded individual, individual um, had a ton of solar panels on his farm. Anyways, uh, he um, wanted to find out what this was. Okay. So he went as far as to go get a job at a mushroom farm um, that was about, I don't know, uh, eight miles from him, six miles from there. Um, I actually checked the place out actually myself. Uh, anyways, I tell you that to tell you this, he worked there. He got a great, um, piece of, uh, um, inf information off that. And it was basically after work, they'd set these cameras up, 
their four wheelers four wheelers were were getting stolen. And so they put cameras up. They caught these young kids stealing it. They also they all had rifles. And when the cops caught them, uh, you know, they said, "Why are you doing this?" They said, "Because there's something in that cave, and it's it's a giant bat, and it's got big red eyes, and it's we've seen it fly out of there several times." And so I don't think that it's shape shifting into anything else, unless somehow some way at nighttime it's looking like a bat and i believe it's looking like that because of the darkness and the red eyes you know and people can't really see it too well so yeah so and that was so, oh go ahead chris so with that said do you think there would be somebody confirming it as a big giant bat sighting or that's just an assumption that, that you're coming up with because i we i don't hear any cryptid of a bat people seeing it they'd be like well that's a giant bat so I've heard of a couple of bat squatch sightings, as they call them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love I love those ones, the bat squatch. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think it's uh, you know I just think they're missing it at nighttime for uh, honestly. Uh, and to me, I, I think about it. I go over this several times in my head. I think it's got to you know it might it must look like a bat at nighttime. I mean, you know, and to see something that big with red eyes, it's probably scared the the crap out of you. <laughs> and uh, there's actually another sighting that um, goes with the uh, kids in the cave. Uh, a mother and son were actually um, passing a, a nearby road of the witness, and they witnessed a giant, she said, a giant bat-like creature uh, eating something on the side of the road. And she said it was about, oh, she said it was definitely over five feet tall. So that definitely correlates uh, with, with uh, his, uh, his sighting because this happened about three weeks after his main sighting. So... Yeah, and that, um, and that was just, so some of the sightings, um, you talked about this a little bit, uh, I know Mark Eddy brought this up on that show, was the similarity between the cave and the Van Meter visitor. I don't know if you, uh, if I don't know if you've known mu much about that, the Van, Van Meter I know, monster. I knew a little, a little bit about the Van Meter. That's, a, that's about and it. And that's, do you, do you think that these are, a subterranean species, something like that, that, that this is actually kind of like a bat, you know, where they live in a cave, they do stuff like this. Or do you think that this just happened to be where it was and that's where everybody kind of focused on? Um, I believe that it definitely lives around the area. So this is another thing. Um, after the sighting, I took it upon myself to go uh, snoop out the area. And uh, there was a, a, I bunch know, I love of, story. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of do not enter signs. <laughs> and uh, I uh, decided to jump, uh, walk through it and allegedly <laughs> allegedly <yeah. laughs> and there's a there's an actual cave there's there's a cave entrance and uh i didn't allegedly get to get stepped over no trespassing sign <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> i definitely did so <laughs> but uh so uh as i got over the fence um i noticed uh first of all there was a bunch of jagger bushes there that's what we call them up north or uh, in, in pittsburgh at least um pricker bushes if you guys i don't know if they call them down there <clears throat> But uh, so as I got further in, there was a giant tree branch and it was laying on the ground in front of me. And uh, I'll have to send you the photo of this. I actually took a photo of it. Um, you can see you can see two dug in marks on the black back of it. Like there were two claws digging in and you can see uh, two really hardened uh, like it, like something really heavy uh, knocked this tree branch on. And it wasn't a small branch either. It was probably about. I mean, it's probably about this big around. I'd say about a foot and a half around. It was, it was, it was nothing that 
you know, I could, you know, hang on and knock off the tree, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's exactly where this thing was sighted coming out. And I just so happened to stumble on, it. I actually got lost and found it on accident. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's the evidence, uh, point, at least to me points that it definitely goes into a cave. And I think honestly it left because of the music, I think. And it was also probably hungry, uh, because the time of the day, it was actually dusk. Uh, the sun was actually about to start going down. So, and also the kids that saw it at night, um, at nighttime, the sun had just went down. So, and then, uh, also, I'm sorry. And then the lady that, um, her and her son, um, at night, that was, that was a couple hours after, but I do believe that it stays in a cave for the most part, uh, for, for the most of the day. Now, did they find the cats? No, no, they never. Oh, um, they found bones of the one cat, and this is the ki- this is the killer of it is that there was a couple of them on top of the pump house, on on top of it. And this thing is a um, I call it a pump house because that's what it looked like to me. But it was a, a really small version of a barn. Uh, he actually had a quad in there. Um, okay. But to, be, to me, it looked like a pump house. But uh, it was it was a lot higher off the ground than you would be able to just. Um, I guess if you wanted to, you could throw bones on top of it, but. You know, for the most part, um, he found a couple of uh, bones up there, but he didn't find those for a couple months after, you know, um, after uh, his cats were missing. So, because one of the things for anybody that's not sure where I'm going with this, um, because like when owls feed, they eat and then they don't, how they remove the waste is they regurgitate a pellet. It comes back up as this mass and they just basically just vomit it back up and it's there. And so, when science class, like that's one of the things you do to find out what an owl eats is you dissect these owl pellets and you can pull it apart yeah. and you can see all these things. And that's why I was curious that they found a cat. And if it was in a form, like a pellet form, yeah, or if it looked what, like a hawk, just like, you know, where it tears it apart. You're exactly right. Um, that's, uh, that's actually, uh, a really, uh, great information because I actually leave that part out on purpose because, um, people like you who are, know your stuff, um, would actually be able to describe that to me. So you're a hundred percent right. It was in a pellet form, and it was sitting. It was sitting on the edge of the pump house. You're, you're absolutely right. Wow! And so, for like a cat, and like I said, for most people, you know, most owls, you know, we're talking a rodent. You know, is like the size. They're not. Most things are not eating a a whole cat. Yeah. You know, and so that's what. <clears throat> so yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a, definitely a good size. You know, for the size of it. I mean, now, yeah. obviously, you know, this is probably coming up because I, I hear a rumor that you're working on a book. There's a a rumor right here. Is there going to be any photos, say, of these said pellets by a chance? Um, um, he actually the witness has a couple. See, that's the thing is uh, the witness has a the witness had a ton of photos, but he didn't have any photos of the actual creature itself, which kind of stinks. Um, but uh, (laughs) but uh, um, he did have a picture of the pellet. He had a picture. Uh, a couple other uh, pellets that were left. Matter of fact, um, his first sighting that I described to you where he was leaving his house and something flew over his car, there was actually, uh, he went to go look uh, after, because he pulled over to see what it was, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said that there was something in a, in a, in a, in a hairy mash <laughs> off the side of the road. And he said that's where this thing was. And matter of fact, that's where he first described it having red eyes shine. So he definitely had seen the same thing, I believe, uh, before. And honestly, to, to go and get a job at a mushroom farm to prove your point is beyond 
Um, beyond, I mean, that tells me that he's definitely seen something that's you know out yeah. of this world. Yeah, at that point, at that point, you're you're Richard Dreyfus, you know, making the mashed potato, you know, Devil's Tower, you know, because you, you've seen something, you know, and like you're recreating. It's like I I am going for this all that because yeah, most people don't just like yeah, I'm going to go become a mushroom farmer. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's that's not your normal career path. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a dirt. I mean, it's a dirty job. You know, it's uh, it's not for everybody. You know, especially with you know, especially up there. They got and that's another thing too. There's loud explosions up. There. There's dynamite explosions constantly um, because they're you know they're building uh, more uh, more caves and stuff like that for uh, uh, I guess to further their uh, the, the farm. But that's another thing is the explosions that go off up there in this area that that's how this thing i believe has been scared out of its cave to be honest with you i think the the dynamite explosions have scared this thing that's why these people have seen this creature to be honest other than that i think it would come out of maybe a couple times and grab you know here and there but other than that i think for the most part it's it's been it's been scared out of its uh, area yeah that, so in one of those we just had you know joanne she just she had posted the thing too it just real um real quick so, like a lot of these ones, what so far that you've gathered would you say is probably the most concrete thing where you could point to this that there is something to this, as opposed oh, well. to just the I think you know because you know like Bigfoot, we find these things you know obviously nobody's actually got a hold of a Bigfoot, nobody's actually got a hold of the Owlman. So, what are these things that you've found that you're like this is definitely something to this that it's not an owl. Um, uh, for the, for the most part, uh, the first two sightings, um, they, they match, uh, second to none. I mean, they both describe the same exact thing, almost the same exact height. They're both playing music. Um, then also for the first one, you have, uh, the police report from the, uh, the, the, the mushroom farm for the kids that stole the four wheelers. It's all documented that, uh, they stole to kill a, a, a giant bat, <laughs> Um, and I don't think you would tell a cop that, um, just, uh, willy nilly, you know, Hey, I took uh, the four wheelers to steal, you know, just for fun. But anyways, mm -hmm. uh, I believe, um, you know, the, the police report for one, and then also to the, the witness himself, uh, was not a dumb person. I mean, he, like I said before, and he, uh, Mark, he had, uh, I mean, he had a self-sustaining farm up there. He, he grew his own, he, uh, he grew his own, uh, vegetables. He raised his own fish. I mean, this guy was not an idiot. Uh, he also turned his barn into a, a giant um, pavilion, basically, with uh, indoor. I mean, it had, it was, and then he had also in his house, he had a bunch of uh, other things that were really wild. But uh, either way, it led me to believe this guy wasn't uh, just BS. And also, too, um, the uh, witnesses at the mushroom farm themselves, there was uh Two other people that I didn't get, I didn't get to mention on Mark show, but uh, two other people that described the same exact thing. So, uh, from um, I would say that for my proof, to be honest with you, that they definitely saw an oversized owl for sure. So, um, what's now is there a place uh, for people to con? I mean, especially since you're really going to in the Pennsylvania area, in that Ohio River Valley area. Where is a good place to get a hold of you if somebody sees a sighting, has something like this that they want to tell you? Is, just contact you on Facebook, or do you have another site you'd like to send them to? Uh, no, for right now, um, they can contact me on Facebook. I'm actually working on that uh, right now. So uh, for our site, actually. So um, yeah, but for right now, you can just message me on Facebook or email me uh, Ryan Investigator at gmail.com. Okay, 
Yeah, because that, cause that's definitely one of those, you know, just, you know, if you see something, you know, just like send it. Because like most of these things, like we've gone through with these investigations, it's like, you know, people are like, well, I'm just afraid to say something. Well, the crazy part is you may actually have something that you think is, in, you know, insignificant. Like we were out there, you know, with the party, the music was playing and all of a sudden we saw something. Well, to you, that's not, that's a, you know, pointless detail. But to, like, right, he's going to be like, boom, music. <laughs> yep. You know, you're going to see, you're going to think. And that's where it's, it's like, encourage people. It's like, tell somebody because something that you think is in, insignificant could actually be that piece that somebody like yourself that's doing these investigations, you know, yeah. is going to be able to, you know, key on. And you're going to be able to find out more details about that. Actually, here, I actually saved this setting for your show because I got it about four days ago. Uh, hold on here. Let me find it. So. And I just got it. This just came in. And this is from this is from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So I right, so the witness describes uh, owl like creature. Um, owl like creature. I wrote down the uh, uh, what was uh, basically like the other sightings. Um, he had music outside. He was uh, a fix in a car. It was a mechanic. This sighting happened about four months ago. Uh, he was fixing a car outside. He got uh, uh, up underneath it. He had the radio blaring. He got up and he looked in the sky and he saw this giant. He said it first. He said it looked like a bird, but as it got closer, it got so it got so close so quick that he realized, oh, this thing is not little. And sure enough, he describes exactly what the very first witness and the second one is described. No, it had, but uh, the only difference he said it had a a darker chest than the other two. The other two described it uh, as a yellow, yellow, a yellowish uh, uh, color on its chest. Uh, this guy here described a darkest gray color, um, but it, um, same description. Uh, claws were really big, um, but this one here, it uh, circled over him a couple of times and took off. Uh, but that's the only sighting that he has. I asked if uh, he had, uh, you know, ever heard of this thing before? He said, no. He also asked around for, uh, after I asked him, he asked around for me. He said, no, no one got back about it. But yeah, that was about four days ago. Um, and it was from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So that's similar to, that's similar to the central Florida story. The lady said she was walking along her property. She spotted it. It was about seven foot. She said at no time was she panicked, but also she said that, it just kind of like scurried off back into the woods and it wasn't a normal owl because she posted that she's seen the owls before. So it wasn't yep. a normal owl. And it and then she was like, she went to go research online. So obviously she didn't know nothing about the creature. So she just didn't make it up. She's seen the exactly. creature. She was like, well, let me go look online. So. Yeah. The, 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 and the, and so that's what you're talking about. The only the only thing that really differs from the other ones is is the height. The she she described it being over seven foot, and these these all these all are, are almost the same exact you know with, within the same exact height frame. So, yeah. But um, but like but like you said, uh, down south, it's a different story though. That that's a thing. It's it's uh, it's it's a way different story down south. So, yeah. And then, so <clears throat> that. I'm just, you know, one of those things like the golden color, I was thinking about that where you described just a little bit ago, 
was that were those sightings the golden color did they see that at night or was that something like at as the sun's going down and they're shining yeah. and that's what i was wondering about the like if the, maybe the feathers are able to take on that that coloring see that's what i was thinking too and that's when like when you asked if it was like a shapeshifter that came into my head like i wonder if that but i, I, I you know I, I have no proof of that but you're right though that the, the, it is it's dusk you know almost every time this, this thing was seen uh uh you know, coming around. And that leads me to believe that it was out hunting. It was out hunting, trying to gather food for the night, you know what I mean? Or something mm -hmm. like that. So, <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the one I just got four days ago, I actually, um, am waiting to hear back of uh, what time of the, I wanted the precise time of the day, but, uh, like, again, though, that's, um, you know, I waited for your show to, 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 to throw this out there. It, it, it had music going and this is the third one I have out of four that have music going. You know, I, um, but the first two had piano, but I don't know either way. You know what I mean? It was music playing. So that must be definitely curious about other sounds for sure. And, that, and that I was going to say that third one too, where you said they didn't have thing, but they were throwing a party. Exactly. The party. So just got maybe they had a radio, maybe they had something on there that, you know, the same, you know, stereo, something going to, because I was wondering, because you talked about different tones, different sounds. You know, I, and that's one of the things. I wonder if there is something specific about the music that's bringing it in, and it's associating that. You know, almost like a dinner bell. Exactly, like a free, yeah, a certain frequency is hitting uh, to to call these in for for sure. You know? Yeah, and that's you know, well, Tom, welcome to you know, like I said, everybody, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And that's a that's one of those. Um, so for your sighting, so you've seen a lot of these in Pennsylvania. Have have you started to expand out and see if other people have had these ones, or are you just currently just focused on the ones that you've got and you're just waiting for more and more people to br bring that information to you? No, I'm definitely uh, branching out. Um, I'm definitely trying to collect as many as I can. Right now, I have uh, five total. Uh, my fifth sighting is actually in the state of Michigan, and I'm waiting to actually hear um, a little bit more about it. Um, but that was about three weeks ago. So actually, as this story has gotten more popular for the last month, um, I've actually gotten two sightings. So that's actually good. You know, I mean, I'm glad that it's getting that's out. Awesome. There. Yeah, it's definitely helping. I'm really uh, it's shows like yours and Mark's. That it's, it's really uh, making uh, this owl man um, a big thing. And it should be because, you know, honestly, people are definitely seeing something, especially that lady down in Florida. I wanted to say real quick um, after she saw this, that was her second time seeing this creature. Uh, the first time she saw it. It did the same exact thing, though. It was it was at the forest line. It came all the way uh, almost up to uh, her property, and then it uh, it scooted back. But she never saw it leave the ground. And honestly, a seven foot tall <laughs> owl. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the wingspan on it would have to be twenty eight feet. <laughs> Not twenty eight feet, but you know, I mean, at least 25, 26 feet. I mean, it's it's got to be pretty big. And Laura is just talking again about the. You know, they, and, and that's definitely possible because just like you said, the sighting in Florida, the Seminole Nation um, was moved during the, tra the Trail of Tears from Florida yep. area over. And so this one, they brought that. So this is something that they would see. So this would actually make sense that you possibly could see something down in the Florida area because obviously the Seminole Nation was down there. Yep. So this this would be, and that's what they said. They refer to it as the, um, I, I hope I'm not mispronouncing, but I want to say it's Stakini, which they said is referred to as a witch. And so she brings up, like I said, so this is a possible thing where it could be tied into that shape-shifting. This could be a humanoid type thing that is, you know, has the flying humanoid. 
Yeah. So then, which is the which would fit Owl Man, you know, it just, yeah. then. Horrible. Exactly. So, like, actually, yeah. my, my third sighting I talked about, I actually uh, emailed her after uh, uh, Mark's show and asked um, a little bit more information. I'm waiting for uh, her to get back to me because I really want to know um, the the end game there at, of that sighting. I only got basically that they just had a party, they were cleaning up, and then they saw this thing flying around and it took off. I I, I have a feeling there's a little bit more there. But also that the 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 color of this in itself really intrigues me. That it was uh, different from these uh, other other four, you know, other three. So yeah, so I'd be, I'd be curious, just um, kind of <clears throat> Jaron post, you know, because he was like, we're, you know, we're in Oklahoma, and I was like, I told him that it was one of these things. I'd be curious with the Seminole Nation down there if they've had any of these sightings, like if this legend has continued down there with him yeah. since they have this i'd be curious to see if that if that is continued yeah that would be uh something i'd de i'll definitely uh, look into that actually um because the the woman that um that uh chris mentioned i actually emailed her so i'm actually gonna um i'll email her get email her again and see if i can get some more information out of her um for it but uh, i know that there's a couple other sightings down there chris i don't know if you um heard of a. Uh, I think this is the 2000, uh, 2009, 2008 around there. Um, but anyways, there was two sightings. Um, both, uh, both people mentioned the same exact, uh, thing. And it, it was in Florida and, and in Georgia, uh, the same exact owl, but, um, but both times it's seven feet tall. So that's, that's what I mean. Like, it's crazy that it's, it's down South up, up North. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's the same. And then you get these Southern ones and they're almost the same exact thing. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, it's and it, the thing to be curious is like as you're going through these things to find out if this is you know either the same where it's almost like a migratory type thing that during the colder month you know it moves or if this is just one of those things you have that different subs subspecies where one you know is up north and then you have you know kind of sasquatch skunk ape you have these type of things where you have them in different areas and they have just that subtle difference yeah, you're exactly right. And like I said, it's it's not too, too far from uh, Point Pleasant, you know what I mean, where people saw mm -hmm. the Mothman, right? you know what I mean? So that's Look thing. at that um, synchronicity. Tom just asked that question you know, about the Mothman, you know, confused with Mothman. And I'm like, <laughs> and right as you're saying, you're talking about Point Pleasant. I'm like, yeah, there I go. <laughs> Talk about synchronicity there. The, the only thing is, is uh, the Mo uh, Point Pleasant happened in 66. Uh, the Mothman sightings in England happened in 76. Um, 76, 66. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 10 years apart. Uh, but they are way different though. Um, the, the, the owl man in, L in England has ears, darker skin. Um, uh, it's also had a golden color to it. It's seen uh, several times in a uh, church and a cemetery, uh, as where the Mothman was seen near a, uh, a dynamite factory, a bridge, you know what I mean? But it's, it's been seen other, you know, other places as well. But, uh, to answer your question about um, I, I think you had mentioned uh, something about the winter. Did you say something about the winter? Um, anything like that? Because I have yeah, one. Saying, like um, the migratory thing. Like if it was something like during the colder things, they start to move south. Or if it's something like you have the cold weather owl man and you have the warmer client, you know, where they the different subsets. Yeah. So after, um, uh, after my first initial interview with the witness, um, th that was, he actually called me back in the winter time to tell me about, um, that uh about the i guess the, i guess the uh the, the pellet and stuff like that but 
I, I asked if anything out of the ordinary had happened then, but he said no. But that was the only witness that answered me back about the other time of the year. So but I think you're kind of right about that. But what I was also thinking is that, you know, in different states, depending on the climate, the deer, even the deers are a different, slightly different color. So it, maybe it's the exact same creature. It's just to their atmosphere, to their to their climate, their, their fur or their feathers look a different color because of the climate and the weather. Yeah, you, you might be right there. Absolutely. You, you could definitely be right. Um, yeah, yeah, for the most part. Um, up north was my third sighting, and that's actually a lot colder than it would be down here. So you might you might be exact you might be actually right about that. So I, the only thing I think the real scary thing about this is that the eye shine because I couldn't imagine what it would be like to see red eyes like that coming at you at night um, <laughs> for one that big, and also to the claws like you said the, the talons on these things are just uh, they look like they're not for uh, you know playtime. So <laughs> definitely, yeah. Not I was curious as we were thinking about this and I was just in the music side, especially in the Pennsylvania area would be like, if there's any music fests, I mean, I know in the last couple of years, it's really died down, but I'd be curious if like any time that goes out there, somebody has like a music festival or something, if there's people that report seeing something up in the sky. That's uh that's, that's, um, you actually nailed it. Um, my next, uh, investigation is going to be up there whenever they have their fair this year so that that was my next thing you nailed it. it was a music festival because the first witness his garage no joke he turns his whole property into a music fair no i'm not kidding like nice. his garage that's what he does that's what he did that's what he did to his garage he turned it into a giant um platform he's, he's got a stage in there it, it's it, the doors on rollers like it, it's insane it was it was it was beautiful he did a really good job uh, what he did with this, but yeah, he's um, yeah. He turns his whole property into this. So, um, but he said that was the only time th that he'd saw this uh, creature though. So I honestly have, I think it had to do a lot with, uh, honestly, it, it was coming out the feed and I think that the, the, the music pulled it over to be honest with you. So, I mean, th that's in my opinion. So, I'm, I'm curious, like I, like you said earlier, is it, the vibration or is it the sound or he's just curious of what's what is the sound or does it bother him or you know what what is the what is the the theory behind the music what really yeah, attracts he, to the music that, that's what i'm trying to find out as well um it, it reminds me of a dog when you blow a whistle and he perks his ears <laughs> up and looks at you like this you know it, it kind of reminds me of that's what these owls these element these uh humanoids are doing they're they're coming over to be like what what what, what is this what, what am i hearing right now you know is you know is that leonard skinner like you know <laughs> but <laughs> no i know he's not saying that but still um he would say who no <laughs> no <laughs> but uh, yeah um, uh, <laughs> zing no but um yeah uh, it's got to be frequency i really i really believe it's frequencies and yeah that, i was and that was one of the, you know, we just keep going with that um, type thing too, is with the frequencies. And I'm just, cause that's one of the things I'm just, I'm really curious about. It's just, it's like, if it's associating the sound of music with a gathering, which means food, yep. you know, just like how bears in campgrounds, they, they eventually associate this thing as not a threat, but as the grocery stores open, there's people here, you know, I can go eat. And so yep. I'm wondering if that thing is flying around, boom, here's the music. Okay. That means there's something out there. That means people are going to be going around. There's going to be something out there that I could possibly, you know, swoop down, snag exactly. and then take off. And so. 
Yeah, and honestly, when I put this all together, a lot of these sightings make sense to me where the kids saw it flying out of the cave. Um, I, I, I correlate that back to dynamite exploding, so it scared it out of the cave, you know. And then uh, dusk is coming, it's looking for food, um, and then it hears this music. And just like in a second sighting, uh, it was getting towards dusk, they had a piano going, the window was open, it came over and checked it out. Like, I just, I, I, I believe that these uh, similarities definitely have something to do with this actual creature itself. I, I really, I really do. And also too, the lady down in Florida, her first sighting, there was actually a marching band playing about a half hour bef before she saw this creature. Oh, wow. So, that. yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we could say that's, I mean, that's way different music to be honest with you. And I have no idea what the guy in Lancaster was listening to. I'm still waiting to get an answer back on that. So, you know, I but mean, uh, you said a marching band, it could have been the drums. It could have been something along those lines. If he was listening yeah, to rock, you're absolutely right. You're right. I, I honestly believe I, I, that's the first one I thought it was the, uh, obviously a drum sound. And then obviously, uh, uh you know, a, a, a guitar, or maybe with someone, you know, that could sing real well. But, I mean, I would, I would say it's, it's the uh, instruments for sure. Back, back to the Indian tribe. We were talking about the Indian. Craig said mentioned, mm -hmm. yeah, Craig the Seminoles. mentioned the Indian. The Seminoles. The, in, the, the drums was a big part of their ceremonies. So maybe it's the drum frequency that really yeah. captures his attention. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It does. It, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, a um, couple of viewers like music seems to be a common theme, you know, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, this, it sounds like you've already got that down as one of your main yeah. things, especially if you're planning a investigation around a music fest. And so, yeah, yeah set up around the barn. That's that seems to be <laughs> seems to be the <laughs> other key part is just find yeah. a structure and ha hang out there. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, about these sightings is that not any of them, none of them have the, these creatures uh, going near a silo or a, or a barn. But the odd thing is that there's been a barn on the three main sightings, but the barn has no place to do with the actual Owlman itself, you know, because they all it went back to the, ex, you know, went, went back into the uh, actual forest, you know, so. Yeah. So <laughs> so we've kind of. I want you to plug a little bit of the other stuff you do because too is because so now you're you're also into UFO and the paranormal investigation. Yeah, pretty big into UFO as well. Um, so real um, so kind of a little segue here for this one too is so with any of these Owlman sightings, has there been anything that would be considered UFO activity, other paranormal activity that somebody would see? Like I'd see the Owlman, I'd see there I saw a large flying creature, but then I also saw something up in the sky, like take you know some sighting. I got two sightings that um, correlate that, uh, that actually have a lot to do with that. Um, but both sightings, <clears throat> they, the, I'd say they're about 420 miles apart from each other. And they have, uh, it, it uh, basically, it's a black humanoid. It has wings. The, the one, the, it never left the ground, the lady said, but it had real big black wings. Uh, the other lady uh, said also the same thing, but it, this one, she said it did, it did leave the ground. Uh, but here's the thing. Both of these were seen with blue, blue orbs, same color orbs. They both described the same exact color orbs in both areas. And then also after that, uh, they were both trying to get to their dogs. 
Um, the one guy was raising hound dogs. The other, uh, the other two had uh, a German Shepherd. And matter of fact, the sad thing is uh, one of these German Shepherds actually went missing. Um, uh, and they never saw it again. Yeah, so, and this was after this thing, um, you know, um, um, basically um, tried to rip down the fence where the uh, hound dogs were. So, but it never actually got to the dogs itself. So, um, but yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because both had something to do with, with these blue orbs flying around the property and they both had something to do with the same exact creature. Now, if I saw that, I'd probably cramp my pants and run, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Cause when you think about that too, because you always see these people like, no, I'd go closer. I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I, I would love to say that I would be brave enough if I saw a seven foot tall red-eyed you know humanoid creature out there in the woods in some orbs and i'd be like i gotta get a closer look <laughs> I, I mean i would love to say i would be that brave i just i can't with good conscience say that i would just i would run to it i'd probably be the one backing up see the orbs i'm cool with i sent you photos of me actually touching did i mm -hmm. send you the photos of me touching? I, th them? I think i think you did i think you sent me uh was it a, it almost looked like ring footage yeah <laughs> I know you, sent, you sent that to me yeah so yeah, um, uh, but I have uh, photos. I have to send you guys. They're they're they're. I'm actually they're actually in my hand. They actually come right to my hand. Yeah, um, no, I don't think you sent me that that picture. I'll have to send you. To, uh, I'll send you them. Um, but this is the crazy part: is other than that night, I can never see these. I can only see them in IR, except for that night. That's the only time these things showed up in front of my face like that, and I was able to touch them. Um, for the, but other than that, wow. they just went IR and disappeared and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll have to send you guys the photos so you can post them. But uh, yeah, there's two humanoid sightings. They're the only two I have that um, would put um, a humanoid uh, together with a UFO. And I take orbs um, as UFOs. I mean, in some sort or their entities in some different way. Yeah, because I think there, there's that common thing that they're not... You know, because, you know, one of the things, there's no concrete proof yet. So, But there's that speculation of the connection between them. Cause you see, there seems to be something up in the sky. There seems to be orbs. They seem to have that connection, but exactly. of course, there's nothing, you know, concrete. I mean, some people have seen them where they've dropped out of a craft yeah, and they've exactly. gone floating around. And so we can like, through, yeah, through like just Stan that Gordon. extrapolate that, okay, these are connected. Exactly. Like Stan Gordon did back in the, mm -hmm. the late sixties, early seventies around here. I mean, tons of uh, UFO and Bigfoot. Uh, matter of fact, there's the wave that went through here and, Matter of fact, this is a really good um, uh, an account. I call them accounts. I don't like to call them stories. Um, I call them accounts for respect. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, basically, they had to go up to a farm, um, and they had seen a Bigfoot and a UFO, um, a, UFO uh, a couple orbs up there. And long story short, the they saw a huge Bigfoot up there as well. So they tried to, I guess, shoot it, and they missed it. Obviously it disappeared, but it, it got inside. I'm pretty sure it got inside the UFO and left with it. So, I mean, I mean, they definitely are, there definitely are accounts out there of them with each other for sure. You know, like especially Bigfoot, there's a lot of those. So I, I've, I've, I can't remember who I heard that theory from. That was their theory is that UFO, that Bigfoot were, were kind of, were kind of like from star Wars. They were the Wookiees. You know, they're showing up in a, a ship, you know, and they're coming off and they're doing their thing. It's just, but that was like, that's why we can't find them is because they're actually on, you know, the craft and they fly away. That's why there's, you know, there's never a body here is because the, the other Wookiees come and grab their partner and pull them on the ship and they take off. It's like, you know, but it's funny. 
there's actually several accounts of uh, you know Bigfoot's uh, actually turning into orbs or mm-hmm. uh, carrying orbs or being escorted by another entity. So I mean, in, in my opinion, I believe that they are. Uh, that I think that they do turn into orbs. You get a really credible an account. You guys probably know what I'm talking about, where the uh, this old woman hears uh, something outside in her trash cans and. She turns on a porch light and sees a Bigfoot out there. So she opens up the door with her shotgun, uh, pulls the trigger immediately, and it, and it scares the, the Bigfoot. And as she pulls the trigger, there's a bright flash. And this thing turned into a bunch of little, uh, I guess they, she looked like fireflies again. But uh, um, her son actually heard the shot go off. So he ran down the uh, down the road to see what happened. And he said all of a sudden all these red lights, red eyes started lighting up in the woods. And uh, he said whatever it was was huge. So I, I definitely do think that they turn into these light er, light beings if they want, honestly. And I think that's why we can't find them as well. Yeah, I, I would. I, I wonder because there's seems to be you know camps are kind of split. You know, is in, is it interdimensional? Is it you know um, you go through this whole thing? And I'm I'm not sure. I'm myself. I'm I'm not sure. I just know that whether whether you want to believe it or not. I, I tend to go from the side of, you know, especially when you're going back to native Native American, you know, records and stuff. This is something they didn't have. This this wasn't some member of the tribe that decided to be their version of a, you know, Stan Lee and start coming up with their own co- comic book character, the Owl Man. Exactly. They, they saw something. They saw the big, I mean, there's accounts. I mean, I think it was, um, I want to say it was Davy Crockett that had the encounter with a Bigfoot. Yep. You know, it even records. So these things are in journals. These things are there. Now, do you think, yeah. So one of those things, I mean, I, I feel like when you have these records, there's got to be something to this. There can't be just, you know, throughout history, people making the same mistake. Yeah. And, uh, and you so, know what else really ties it together for me is that, with all honesty, there's really only two books written about the Alvin. And one was written in 1980. 1986 the other one was written in 1997 and they were both from london i believe um and now, the, is there gonna be another one written in 22 or 23 probably 23 <laughs> 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 there might be a third book in 23 maybe i get a, if i get one more it, I'm, a, I'm gonna get on it so <laughs> so <clears throat> Yeah, so I've got that. I, I don't know if you noticed on the ticker. I've had it down there. It's like if you've seen something, contact you. So I'm just making sure yeah. that everybody. Yeah, it's got that. So, but that that was one. Yeah, I just. I mean, I'd love to see you get these things together and start piecing this through. You know, through the research site. You know that this is what we found. Compilation of these stories, because the more of this information that gets out there, the more, especially like Google searches, will will get past just seeing a DC Comics. Yeah, thing. you won't have to get page two, three before you start exactly. actually getting a result. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, in the next year here, you'll type it in and I'll pop up. You see my beautiful mug. So. <laughs> yeah, and with that, and you know, King here, he made that point too. Is um, he brought that up? The orbs. I have heard that before. That this is like, this is a, a advanced techno technology version of a drone. Yep. Yeah. And so you could have Bigfoot, like you said, the same with thing. If these are from another, you know, a highly intelligent species that is from somewhere else. Who's Here. to say that that's not something that's a normal thing to them? Exactly. And actually, I'll give you guys something. If you guys want, uh, you guys can check out my TikTok. Uh, my name on there is uh, Fosbo, F-O-Z-Z-B-O. 
I actually post uh, what I get for my so my security camera. It's, it's wild stuff. It's it's crazy. Um, um, I've sent you a couple of uh, gifts on it. Um, I'll send you a couple more. But uh, if you guys want to yeah. check out some pretty wild stuff, um, that's mostly uh, that's basically strict strictly UFO and orb stuff. Um, but yeah, if, if you haven't, I'll um, after the show to I'll, I'll follow you. Yeah, we haven't done it yet. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah if anybody has uh, any ex yeah any sightings, let me know for sure. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, please. Yeah, to reach out to him, you know, ryaninvestigator at gmail.com is if you've had any of these sightings, especially it seems to be centered around the Ohio River Valley area. Is where they yeah. seem to be really, really big is um right now. Um, obviously we've been talking about it too, but anybody in Florida. Yep. If you've seen something like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd love to get more from uh, Florida as well. De definitely down south for sure. And out west, you know, actually wherever in the world, to be honest with you. So uh, the more the merrier. So, and I get a ton of email. So um, if you send it, I'll, I'll definitely get to it though, eventually. So, yeah. And, th and that was one of the things too, especially we've got a few people in the Oklahoma area. So if you guys know of anybody that's part of the Seminole nation, you know, yeah reach out to them, find out if they've got something where, I mean, if, if it's anything like the other tribes, they don't really like talking about the uh, skinwalkers. That's not something that they really, you know, yep. open because they don't want to turn their, you know, have, have the attention brought on them. So this, exactly. I have a feeling the stakini is probably a lot like that. They don't want it focusing on them. Uh, but, yeah. I wouldn't want it uh, either. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. But if anybody, if anybody down there, like, you know, Jaron, like I said, the same thing. If you if you know of anybody that's got these, like, you know, reach out to them. Let them know because this the more information we can get, the better. And the more yeah, we can absolutely. start filling in some pieces. Yep. And also, also too, um, I take uh, I take a lot of abduction accounts. Um, so don't be afraid to send them my way. Um, you won't be judged for them. Um, I'm, you're just going to get more questions asked about it, to be honest with you. Um, so if you have any UFO sightings, abduction accounts, anything like that, any sightings of cryptozoology, so yeah, send them my way for sure. Yeah, no, that'll be awesome. So is, let's see. Yeah, you're on. Uh, let's see if I can, I can get. I had the list here. Let me bring it back up here. Um, once again, like you said, Fosbo F O Z Z B O on TikTok. If you want to follow that, um, you can also reach out to Twitter. Same thing, Fosbo. Yep. Um, I've got my homework ahead of me. I got to do a bunch of following here once we're done with the show. I saw a few things I haven't done yet. Um, you've got the same thing. You've got Fosboro, Fosbo on Instagram, as well yep. as the Fossil Beak. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, like I said, you've got many. You've got a lot of time for you on your hands for social media. <laughs> I mean, the ones that are just strictly Fosbo, though. So um, if anybody's yeah, interested in a social media job, he may be in the future needing a social media manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. And then, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But yeah, you've got YouTube channels galore. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's unfortunately, like I said, I, they don't have a type. So, I mean, it's going to be hard to describe people. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. working on one right now is actually I do uh, um, alien abduction, obscure alien abduction accounts that have a ton of, uh, um, a ton of, uh, um, what's it called? Evidence to them, but people don't really know too much about them. Uh, that's actually a new um, thing I'm working on for YouTube. So, um yeah, um, when I get uh, when I get my third video up, I'll, I'll send you the link for that. Oh, Jaron, that's awesome! I don't know if you see that. He said he can get in touch with his elders. <laughs> oh, really? And so you know, the horse chiefs, which is basically you know the pony royalty. 
that's awesome. So yeah, if you man, that would be awesome if you could get that information, you know, and yeah. see if there's any information that they'd be willing to, you know, give firsthand accounts for, because that that would yes, be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, we just talked about that oral tradition. You know, yep. some of these that's that's a big thing where these these stories have been handed down, you know, through from the beginning, and so you know, once again, if they're they had no reason to make something up back in the 15, 1600s. It's like, exactly. Yeah. You know, who's going to, yeah, nobody's. They didn't yeah. know how to chase clout back then. They weren't chasing clout. Yeah. You're yeah right. You see that national Enquirer cave. Oh my God. You see that stuff, <laughs> that rag they just put on the wall there. God, who believes in the four headed <laughs> beast monster, <laughs> you know, create. Yeah. Yeah. There, there wasn't anything like that. I go, these are, they actually, it's like, if they took the time to to remember the story, to do these things, they saw something. There was something that caused them to do this. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this, that's one of those. No, I. Yeah, with that's one of those things. It's just it's a lot of these traditions. These are not some of these ones are stories that you've got to know somebody. You got to be friends with them, you know, for yeah. them to entrust these stories too. So that's. Say, and he just said it too. He said he he he'll try, but it, it won't come off that easy. And you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. I, I know a couple of uh, Native Americans, and uh, you're you're right. It's hard to get um, story stories out of them that they want that they, they feel comfortable talking about. So, you know, that's their that's their own business. So, but uh, if they're willing to share, I'm all ears. So, awesome. Well, once again, everybody, you know, like I said, go to RyanInvestigator uh, at gmail .com, You know, write to him. You know, if you've got if you've seen anything, you know. Keep your eyes up on the sky, you know, pay attention. Like I said, if you see something, just mention it. I mean, it may seem simple and nothing, but it could be a piece that he's been looking for Absolutely. to solve part of that puzzle. And so, but we'll go through there. I'll share them. Um, you're, you liked our, if you have anything, post it. And like I said, and we'll put it up on our, our page for you. You know, right. so like I said, we'll, we'll share that stuff and, you know, reach out to, Tom and Carlito, you know, at there's North Carolina, you know, Krypton Paranormal Park, you know, go there. They've got, you know, that's you could reach out to them, you know, because they're they're big on encrypted research as well. Yep. And so check out with them. Um, and then yeah, here's last one right here. That our clan fought the owl shift shapers. And so <laughs> that's a I, I go, that could be part of the thing too, where this is this is like a shape-shifting, you know, cryptid that can actually do it. So, and that's, you know, with the twist of a wrist would lead to the witch's side too, like the exactly. stakini. That's what exactly just uh, popped in my head. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's, she came, came back right as we're leaving. I know we, we tend to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that seems to be a trick of ours, but no, everybody check out Ryan. Like I said, you could pretty much, um, Type in the words, um, you know, Fosbury, you know, and you're going to probably find a Ryan thing on yeah, social media. So yeah, it's going to be me. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Just type in Fosbo in your favorite social media thing, and you're probably going to discover Ryan because as, as I had to go down here, <laughs> there's not too many he does not have listed here. So, all right. Well, Ryan, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Absolutely. Was, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you guys could have me. I had a good time. You guys are uh, you guys are great hosts, and uh, I enjoy your show it. to begin with. So thank you. Yeah, and um, definitely keep us in the loop of the, um, of the book that may or may not be coming out because <laughs> that we would we would love one, 
an autograph copy would be yeah, awesome absolutely. for us. We would, we would love that. And two, we would love to bring you back on to talk about that as well. And okay. then inside, inside photo is going to look like this. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yep. That'll work. Right? We, we will take, we will take it. So, all right, all right thanks, sir. Well, thanks. Have a great night. Hey, you too, guys. Thanks. All right. And then everybody, this episode was brought to you by threebeardspodcast.com. We are still looking for a sponsor, you know, so, hey, if you, if you know anybody that's just got money burning in their pocket and they'd like to throw 40, 40 or so bucks our way, we would not turn them away. We would love it. But if you don't, you could also get that guy that has a beard, pick up some beard oil. That supports us Valentine's as well. Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah, go to Outer Realms Bathworks, um, Tanya Medea. She um, has an Etsy shop um, currently set up right now, but you could purchase this and she, she handcrafts this beard oil and really like it. So that's a way, or you can go to our um, website, which is threebeardspodcast.com. Check out our merchandise right there. Support us that way. Or you can go to redbubble.com and that will also, you know, help us out by going to three beards podcast and purchasing that there. We also are trying to get some Patreons, so that can that can help us as well. Uh, check us out on all the social media sites. Um, we're not as prolific as Ryan. We don't have as many, but we do have TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. And so check us out there. Uh, we are rebroadcast every night on ERRT Radio at 11 p.m. Wednesday, courtesy of Ron there. Thank him. We follow Tanya and Joey Medea into the outer realms every Wednesday night. So check that out. Um, everybody once again, just, you know, appreciate you tuning in the show, all the comments, keep those comments coming. Uh, that's a lot of fun being able to talk with everybody and chat during the show as well. So thanks everybody for watching. Really appreciate it. Everybody have a great night. We will see you on the next one. Good night.